Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. At some point, there needs to be somebody for other people to tell you, you can do this. You're capable. You're smart because it's amazing what those kinds of compliments will do for someone, especially, you know, coming from a place where you mean it. My name is Esprit Devora, host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. I call it actionable empowerment. Every single episode, you'll hear the story of a fantastic woman in tech, from engineers to founders to investors to journalists to designers, all sorts of different females in tech who have thrived. I want to share their stories with you so that you can can know what resources, mentors, and life situations they accessed in order to get to where they are today. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast. We're in the Santa Monica studio at the fabulous Beach House Cowork, and this is how dedicated we are to the tech community. It is like nine o'clock at night on a Monday on a holiday, and we are doing this anyway. Hello, Heidi. Hello. How are you? Amazing, apparently. (laughs) I don't know where I found this burst of energy. I love it. (laughs) So, okay, tell us, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us about all things you. All right. Well, my name is Heidi Wiebelt, born and raised in Chino, California. I am a computer teacher at an elementary school now, previously at a high school. So I've got to deal with a whole lot of... uh, age range there. Yeah. (laughs) Good times. Um, I am also the co-founder and COO of a company um, called Bopper. You're all the things. (laughs) So what does Bopper do? Um, Bopper is a bar hopping app. Nice. Yes. So you go from elementary school kids to drinking. (laughs) All right. I mean, no subliminal (laughs) messages there. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So what inspired Bopper? Man. That's a really good question. Uh, You know, me and a buddy of mine and our other co-founder, there's three of us, we were talking about um, a night out that we had had previously. Um, The other co-founder has a fiance and we went and celebrated her birthday, went down to Santa Ana, went to a couple of bars. It was a good time. Um, You know, our conversation kind of took a turn. We were talking about the Uber API that just came out. Right. And we were thinking, why would Uber? tell, Tell us about the Uber API. Well, it would allow, we're using it because it would allow for um, people to kind of see, you know, we're in one bar. We want to go to the next bar. How much would it cost? How far is it? You know, what's the estimated pickup time with Uber? How long would it take us to get there? Totally. So, you know, we're talking about that. We're talking about his fiance's, you know, birthday bash that we just had and how cool would it have been if we could have just bar hopped through Uber. So there we go. Bopper came about. (laughs) And, And that was it. So what was your first step? in creating Bopper? Well, first was the design. We were thinking, well, the name, obviously. And the name came about so easily. And usually that is the toughest part. Yeah. Coming up with a name for a company or for an app. And, you know, bar hopping Bopper, it was just really good wordplay. And we thought, wow, this is dope. And we just kind of went with it. But, okay, after the name. After the name, we started designing. We started um, kind of, you know, with a wireframe and started thinking, okay, this is what we want it to do. 
first we need people to create an account or log in. Then we want people to kind of look for the bars that they want to go to. So we integrated the Yelp API as well. Then we said, all right, well, we need people to give us their starting address and their ending address, how many passengers are with them so we can set them up with the right Uber so they can get going. Um, This app, it basically, you know, it allows for users to kind of discover bars within an area or an area that they're going to be in and um, create their hops. And then, yeah, we just navigate their night. Okay. For, well, let's start at the beginning. You're based in Los Angeles. We're based in Santa Ana. In Santa Ana. Yes. And do you curate the bar hopping experience in Santa Ana and beyond or? It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. But do you curate the experience itself or do the users dictate what bars they want to hop? No, we allow for the users to choose their own bars. So uh, that was what the big deal with the Yelp API was, was we're allowing for, you know, users to see the information with all of these bars, whether it's a dive bar, if they want to go to cocktail lounges, yeah. you know, if they, if they want to go to more of a restaurant scene, we allow for restaurants as well. So we're basically just putting it all in the hands of our users because we are wanting people to have the best experiences that they can have yeah. without the hassle. And how long has Bopper existed? You're, like, You're not going to believe me. Last week, <laughs> month last and a half. night. No, month, that's month amazing. And yeah. And wh- how far along are you guys so far? We are going to have our first release um, at the end of the month. <laughs> how exciting! We're so excited. Wait, so what's your background in technology? Well, actually, um, I have a background. I, I got my degree from the University of Houston in political science. I worked for the government for a while. Yeah. Um, I, you know, luckily was kind of put in charge of social media marketing for certain people. And then I got to create some websites. So a lot of it was self-taught. Um, I came back home and I got a great job at a high school as the computer instructor. Um, and it just all kind of fell into place from there. I mean, I've, I've never felt more at home than I do now within this tech community. That's so cool. What, <laughs> what makes you feel so at home here? Um, I think It's just how close people are to each other and how supportive they are. Yeah. I mean, I've I've definitely have have had my run ins with people that aren't as supportive. But for the most part, I cannot believe all of the encouragement that I get from fellow techies. I I mean, that's what I hear (laughs) about Los Angeles over and over again. And it's just so refreshing is that the one thing L.A. has over beyond other cities around the world, other startup cities are is that we are a very collaborative city. Yeah, absolutely. And it's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then when you were like, okay, I want to build an app, then what? Did you go how to build a mobile app website? Or like, <laughs> what do you do? Who oh. are the founders involved in this? So um, one of the co-founders, the CEO, he's already uh, working for a company as a front-end developer. So he's pretty familiar with, well, with JavaScript. And, you know, he's, he's a very good front-end developer. He is incredible. He's already had a previous startup that was successful. So he could kind of navigate his way through the business part of it. And he yeah. has taught me and our other co-founders so much. I mean, I couldn't ask for a better team. They're absolutely incredible people. Our other co-founder is an engineer with so much experience. And he is so incredibly smart. It's crazy. So who wouldn't want to have a team like that? Right. You know, I, I, I'm more self-taught. I, I'm not as experienced as they are. Right. But I think that all of us, you know, collaborating together, we have come up with so many good ideas together because I have a background in, you know, figuring out what people want. Right. And he has and one of the co-founders has a background in working with a lot of different companies and making the best products for them, the engineer. And then we have our CEO who has this incredible background in startups. And he just kind of yeah, he he kind of led the way for us. So 
continuing, you know, on to building this app, we we decided that we were going to um, kind of, you know, farm it out to a development team yeah. that was more familiar with React. That's yeah, what yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, going to be written in because yeah. I I know JavaScript. He knows JavaScript. You know, our engineer has definitely dabbled in code. So we wanted somebody that could just focus on the actual app development, but we laid it out for them as much as we could. We gave them all the nice. page designs. We gave them the user flow. We wanted, you know, we have the user experience that we want. Right. We just wanted somebody else to kind of focus on the app itself while we could focus on the business side of it. This is really exciting. What's your dream for it? Like, where do you see it being in six months, in a year, and then long term? Oh, my gosh. Um, you know what? The sky is the limit with this thing. And that's what's so exciting about it is all of us are in this because we want people to have the best experiences possible. That is what life is all about. Yeah. You know, life is about having cultivating these relationships with people that you love and having the best experiences that you can with them. And we are hoping that eventually this would turn into something more of a destination app more for people that, you know, I want to go to L.A., but I'm not familiar with L.A. Right. L.A. is huge. L.A. You know, is huge. L.A. is giant. Yeah. So we would want to give people the option of, you know, eventually going onto our app saying, I want to go have breakfast here. Then I want to go sightseeing here. And then I want to go to lunch here. And then I want to go to this museum. And then I want to go to dinner and I want to go to this bar. Yeah. But we want to make it, we want it to work for people. Yeah. You know, we don't want people driving 30 minutes this way, an hour that way. Right. And, you know, we want to right. make it as easy as possible, which is where, you know, the Uber integration comes into play. Because we're trying to make it as simple. We're trying to take the hassle out of, you know, people creating these experiences for themselves, for them and their friends, for them totally. and their family. Yeah. Totally. Mm -hmm. And is this your first startup? It is. No way. Yeah, it is. So what have you learned so far about being a first-time founder? Oh, man. Um, you know, time management is key, honestly, especially for all of us because we all have day jobs. Yeah. Uh, so finding the time to work on this, having a team that is as supportive and as motivating as mine is, is a huge key because, you know, there's moments when I'm like, I am tired. I don't know if I can do this right now. And it's like, no, we got to get this done because it's going to be so cool. Like, this is what we're working for. Right. And, you know, it just kind of, it, it makes that fire inside of you burn a bit, you know, totally. and it just makes you want to work a bit harder because, you know, essentially we're not doing this for ourselves. We're doing it for other people. Yeah. And that's our main motivation is we are doing this for other people so that they can be a little bit happier with the experiences that they're having. Okay. You're a teacher. Yes. You're, you're <laughs> now you're a computer, computer teacher, or a computer science teacher. Well, I have little kids right now. I work with four year olds to 12 year olds. So it's yeah. a computer teacher. It's not computer science. And, and you've been a computer teacher for high schoolers as well. As well. Yes. What's the difference? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Where do I start? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, with younger kids, it's actually so surprising because I never worked with younger kids. So I did not know what I was getting myself into. Yeah. Um, but I it's something interesting about the younger ones is they I was expecting them to know how to use computers because, you know, that's just the generation that they're right. in. That's the part. That's a part of it. Yeah. We go into class. They have no idea what a mouse is. Really? They don't know what a keyboard is. Oh, because, because they, they are touch. so used to touch screens. Exactly. No. So about, you know, the first month or two of work was showing them how to use a mouse. And I'll still have kids that use both hands on a mouse. No. <laughs> yeah. oh. uh, and then, I mean, I'm teaching them how to type until they're about, I mean, gosh, 10 or 11 years old. And, you know, wow. by then they kind of have a handle on it. Yeah. The high school, the high schoolers were a bit more fun um, in the sense that I kind of got to show them more of what I can do. I could kind of share my skill set a bit more, which is right. really important to yeah. me. My my passion 100% yeah. lies in trying to make people's lives easier. 
Yeah. And I am so fortunate to be in a place that I can do that with my day job and with Bopper. Yeah. Um, with my day job, you know, I'm trying to teach these kids how to learn. I don't necessarily, you know, I, I want them obviously to learn about computers yeah. and I want them to enjoy it. But if yeah. they don't, that's OK. I want them to know how to learn. Yeah. I don't care as much about what they learn. I just need them to know how to learn because we live in a time where there are so many resources available for everybody. There's so much information out there that there's no reason that somebody shouldn't, you know, know how to figure something out. And so I want to teach them the skills to do that. That is my that that's my goal. Okay, personal question. Mm -hmm. What do you do to look out for you? How do you take care of yourself? I mean, I surround myself with people that I love and people that love me, you yeah. know. I mean, even coming here, I was so nervous about this and I'm texting all of my closest friends. I'm, I'm so like, oh my gosh, I was just so, so nervous. And all of my friends, they, they told me the same exact thing. Every single one. Be yourself. Be yourself. I agree. And it's a pretty great uh, <laughs> thank you to your friends because you are pretty fabulous. Oh, so thank I'm glad you. you're being yourself. I mean, you know, yeah, thank you to them. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it's so fulfilling to have people that just care about you for who you are. Don't want things to change about you. Like, just just like you as as you are. Yeah. And it just means the world to me. And it makes my heart so full. So surrounding yourself with people that are encouraging is so important because there are going to be times when life absolutely knocks you down totally yeah and I mean you got to have people there that are going to pick you up and not think twice about it totally you know I mean the reason why I ask is because I'm a lot like you where I I my whole life's work is about serving others Mm -hmm. and what I've come to discover the difficult ways that I can't serve others if I don't serve myself first that's totally true that's why I'm like I, I hear that same kind of heart-driven leader in you. And I'm like, but wait, are you taking care of you? I mean, yeah, I, I try to go on my little vacations. I try to go do things by myself every once in a while because I'm constantly surrounded by people. Yeah. I mean, you know, I have about 400 kids a day. And then That's I'm working. insane. I, How are yeah. you not tired? I mean, because I have so much energy with this, you know, it gives you when you're doing something that you love, when you're doing something that you care about. I mean, yeah, you get a little bit tired sometimes, but when you're working on it, oh, my yeah. gosh. I mean, you know, you get yeah. so energized just from that in itself. Totally. Like, who needs sleep right now? No, <laughs> Sleep is good. Sleep, is, sleep good. is great. No, no, no. I'll never I'll never say don't sleep. It's just, you know, I mean, so much of. What I've seen, I mean, on Instagram, for example, I, I love the tech community on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But it's it's constant, you know, hustle 24 yeah. seven. Do this, do that. Like, don't sleep until you get what you want. Yeah. I don't believe in that. I don't. Yeah. I think you need to have a balance in your life. And I yeah. think that's where, you know, friends and loved ones come into play and family time and, you know, taking time for yourself, kind of stepping yeah. away from social media, your phone every once in a while. It's, totally. it's a great thing. It's totally. a good, it, it's, it works wonders. I'd like to tell a story if that's yeah. okay. Yeah, of course. I, I went to a tech event. Um, it was before Christmas time. And, you know, I was, I was going around and I was talking to people and I'm so excited about Bopper. And, you know, they're like, oh, what do you do? And I said, I'm working on this app. It's called yeah. Bopper. Before I could even get started, before I could even explain that I'm the CEO, I'm the co-founder. Yeah. They go, oh, so you're the head of marketing. Just automatically. Yeah. And it was, it, it happened three times with three different males. And yeah. I just found that to be so odd. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just. To me, it's kind of it's kind of a punch in the gut when somebody just sort of, I, I don't know, brings it takes you down a notch. Do you right. know what I mean? Yeah, like they yeah. kind of assume automatically like, no, she's not a developer. There's yeah. no way. No, yeah. she's not. She's not a co-founder of this startup. There's no way. You yeah, know? yeah. And it's just it's just this automatic assumption of of like, oh, you know, you're head of marketing, which is a great job. You know, don't get me wrong. Yeah. It was just so interesting because, you know, I would tell them, no, I'm, I'm the lead developer on this. And they would go, what? 
what do you mean? And, you know, I thought at one point I was going to have to push somebody's eyeballs back into their head and pick their jaw up from off the floor. <laughs> and, and I know, you know, people probably don't mean it in a mean way or anything. I understand that. Yeah. It's just kind of those things that that could totally shatter somebody's self-confidence if, yeah. if they're not already confident, if there's not enough self-esteem there. Like, luckily, you know, I grew up with parents that always told me I was capable. Right. So stuff like that, I can brush off my shoulders, but it makes me worried for somebody that can't. Yeah. And so, you know, something that I would like to see is more, you know, nowadays, so many women are coming into the tech community at such a rapid rate. Yeah. And it's so cool to see. Um, I just I would like people to be more accepting of that, you know, yeah. and not make these assumptions of like, oh, she does, you know, she probably does marketing stuff or she does PR stuff or yeah. she does this, which I get it. But, you know, just take it easy with it and kind of let people explain what they're doing. And maybe like the the shock was also kind of something that blew me back yeah, a little yeah. bit. I, I was a little surprised by it, you know, and I get that with older generations. I, I empathize more because um, I understand that they kind of grew up in a different time where it wasn't as common or common right. at all. And yeah. I can get with that. Like, I understand yeah. it hurt when it was somebody that was 25. Yeah. It hurt when I was somebody that, you know, was in their mid 20s. And yeah. I was just kind of thinking, like, why is this such a surprise now? Right. We're like, we're not. This is this is 2018. Yeah. <laughs> now. yeah. Like we can all do whatever we want at this point, you know, and yeah. everyone's so capable these days. So yeah. that is something that I'd like to see more of an acceptance, I suppose. I'd really like to dive in deeper to your history. When did you first realize that you were super passionate about technology? Well, I think, you know, when I started toying with it when I was working for uh, the government, um, I, I found out that I liked it a lot. You know, um, prior to that, I had <laughs> I had a little online store. It was called Shop Heidi's Boutique. Nice. <laughs> what did was, you sell? It was clothes and jewelry, wallets, stuff like that. Like it on was, Etsy or something? It was on um, Store Envy. Yeah. Store Envy. Um, Yeah. It didn't last very long, but I mean, I broke even, so I was okay. I was happy about it. But yeah, I got to design my first website. It was so fun. Um, But then I went to school and I I went off to college and, you know, I I did my thing. I was was studying. I was working two jobs the whole time. And um, I when I started working for the government, I, you know, was in charge of the websites. I was in charge of social media, you know, and it was great. And that's when I just kind of started to dabble in it again. And you know, I, I ended up moving back home and <laughs> it's such a strange story. But um, my old high school principal is an administrator at a place called Alternative Education Center. Okay. This is basically for kids that are on independent study. So when I was in high school, you know, you were you did independent study. You would go to your high school after like class hours. Yeah. Um, now they have one location for all of the kids from all the schools in the district to go to. So that was AEC. Uh, My high school principal um, knows my mom and he kind of asked her, you know, hey, what's Heidi up to? And she goes, yeah, she just got back home. She's looking for a job. And he goes, well, you know what? We actually maybe she knows about this. We need somebody to design some sites for us. So cool. (laughs) It was so crazy. So and it was so funny because, you know, he he knew me as a student and he kind of thought that that would translate well into a work environment, you know, being a student. And in all honesty, uh, I was I, I worked hard in high school, kind of. I mean, yeah. I was I was a truant. Yeah. <laughs> I missed so much school, but I had straight A's. So I, you know, I was missing all this school. I missed something like 40 days. What? Yeah. What I was, were you doing? Man, I just didn't want to go to school. I was bored. My classes were so boring. So I, I wouldn't go to school. I love and how you're a school teacher now. 
I know. I, I know. Well, this is what I get. So, so I went to a, I didn't go to class. You're and the funniest. I, I got this letter in the mail one day. I was like 17 years old. I get this yeah. letter in the mail from the DA and they're like, you know, you're going to have to go to court. I was a truant. I was in so much trouble. So, you know, I get this letter and I'm freaking out. I thought I was going to have to go do like this after school, like youth program yeah. to like help me. And I didn't yeah. need help. I was like, I have straight. What can I do? I can't do anything more than this yeah. <laughs> except for show up to school. Yeah. But I went and talked to him. My, my, boss and my yeah. old you know teacher my principal and he was kind of like you know well what are your grades looking like and I said they're fine I mean I I can't do better you know yeah. and he's like you know just show up to class yeah. <laughs> you know show up to class just do your I mean I know you're doing your work but show up to class like let people don't don't be a truant basically is what yeah. it came down to but he always knew that I was a hard worker even if I wasn't present yeah so, <laughs> when you know this job came about this is that was very much a job of somebody that had to be kind of self-motivated and just yeah. get stuff done even if they weren't like present 24 yeah, 7 yeah, yeah. and so when this happened it worked out. yeah he was like hey send her on over so I, I I went and you know that was it and then I had my students and I never for a day wanted to be a teacher not in my entire life until you know when I worked with these students until last year at AEC and these kids were all independent study kids so these were kids that were either failing a lot of classes and had to catch up these were kids we had a couple of Nickelodeon stars that, you know, were at the school. So they just couldn't go to school because they're working yeah. all the time. We had kids that were trying to graduate early. We had kids that were, you know, emancipated minors. So like yeah. they had to work a lot. And so, you know, going to school at AEC was the only option for them. Right. Um, I met these kids and these were kids that, you know, weren't supposed to amount to anything by societal standards. Right. And these kids were so capable and they were so smart and so clever and I could not believe it I was just blown away by their talent yeah. and so you know I started I started you know teaching and I started having these students come into my room all of the time and I kind of became like their mentors and it was so cool and I'll never forget um, I had a couple of seniors I had three seniors in my class and they were in my classroom almost every day and these kids did not have to come to school every day they had to go once a week for two hours yeah that was it yeah the rest of the time they never had to be there I had these kids come into my room for for five hours every day and we would go through homework and I would teach them things that they wanted to know and you know it was just great they graduated and I was still at the school you know I stayed for about another month or so into the summer and they came back I had two kids come back just to show me their uh their diplomas when That's they graduated so cool. <laughs> they come back and show me their diplomas and they wrote me this card and you know they were like I don't know if I would have been able to graduate without you. I don't know what I would have no. done. Like you're, you're the best teacher I've had. And you know, you taught me a lot and all this stuff. And I was, I mean, talk about humbled. Oh my gosh. I mean, who am I? You know, who am I to have any kind of an impact on anyone? And so this was so crazy to me. And it was, I remember they got me um, an owl mug. They got me this little solar powered owl that would kind of turn his head. Yeah. And I mean, all this owl stuff. And I'm not particularly fond of owls, so I didn't yeah. know what that was. But, yeah. you know, in the card they wrote, you know, we picked an owl because owls are known to be wise and we think you're pretty wise. <laughs> I mean, when I tell you, I almost started to cry in front of them. <laughs> it was just absolutely the sweetest thing I mean it just it means so much that the way you're utilizing your life is creating this kind of extraordinary impact on someone else's well and you know I I, I couldn't ask for more honestly I could not ask for more I couldn't ask to be in a better position than I'm in right now and I am so fortunate and I'm so grateful to be at this point in my life where I'm I'm able to help other people because I just want to see other people you know 
be all that they can be. I want to see these kids turn into something amazing because I know that they can. You know, I see how clever they are. I see how smart they are. I see how funny they are. And it's just, you know, I mean, the sky's the limit for them. But they they have lived a life where they haven't had many people tell them that. They've lived a life where there hasn't been that much encouragement. And so, you know, at some point, there needs to be somebody for other people to tell you, you can do this. Yeah. You're capable. You're smart. You know, because it's amazing what those kinds of compliments will do for someone. Yeah. Especially, you know, coming from a place where you mean it. It it has to be genuine, you know? Yeah. How can people connect with you? There's a couple ways um, you can connect with me. You can email me. It's Heidi at bopper.io. So it's H-E-I-D-I at bopper, B-O-P-P-R dot I-O. I also have an Instagram. It's California Coding. Dang it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm pretty active on Instagram. So if you message me on there, I will get back to you. Absolutely. Um, we also, my company has a Twitter, a Snapchat, um, a Facebook account, all under Bopper or Bopper app. So should be pretty easy to find us. Thank you so much for hanging out with the Women in Tech podcast. I think your story has been absolutely inspiring. And I love the whole concept that we focused on, which is that we all have the power to empower others and to really be conscious about that when we're interacting with from a stranger to a family member, to a friend, to a peer, to to a classmate, to a coworker every day that we have the opportunity to essentially be their silent mentor. So. Thank you. Absolutely. I will talk. Thank you so much. Of course. (laughs) Thank you. I will talk to you guys, hear you guys, see you guys in the next episode. Remember to say hello at Women in Tech Show on all the socials from Twitter to Facebook to Instagram. Bye. UpGuard, one of my favorite companies in Mountain View, combines asset discovery, security ratings, and vendor questionnaires for the only complete cyber risk solution. Not only do they keep us safe online, they empower women in tech internally. They focus on hiring female engineers to make sure that we rise to the top. So I welcome you to take a look at their job opportunities from Mountain View to New York, New York to Sydney, Australia. They are a company worth exploring. Their mentorship culture is magnetic. Mention the Women in Tech podcast when you apply just as they celebrate women in tech We want to celebrate you too. So make sure to let us know when you've reached out to UpGuard and we'll make sure to feature you on the Women in Tech social channels. We believe in you. UpGuard.com. Visit them for yourself. You'll see exactly what I mean. The Women in Tech podcast is an independent production funded by you, the community. To support Women in Tech, if you believe in the vision as much as we do, please consider going to womenintechpodcast.com. That's womenintechpodcast.com and just click on the contribution link to keep this podcast going. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.